Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yeah, Evan and Tiki here on the fan. One story that will obviously be big again, speaking of deja vu, will be Saquon Barkley as a free agent because all the Giants did by tagging him this past year was they kicked the can down the road. Yep. You're you're essentially in the same situation. Obviously, you don't have a quarterback like Daniel Jones as a simultaneous free agent where you had the tag possibility for Jones too. But Saquon Barkley is going to be a free agent. The Giants have the same option to tag him again. It would be a for a higher number. They have the option to work out a long-term contract, or they have the option to not tag him yeah. and let him get to real free agency where he can just simply leave. So with this being the final week of the season, Saquon Barkley met the media earlier today, and here are two clips, and I'm very curious to see how you interpret what he said yes. and what it means. Clip number one, Saquon is asked, hey, and by the way, hello, SNY. How you doing? Saquon was asked, you still want to be a Giant for life? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've mentioned before that um, I wanted to be a Giant for life. Um, that was a goal of mine when I got drafted. I wanted to leave a legacy here. Uh, but it's out of my control. Um, I truly have no con- I have no say. Uh, it's really up to, the, to, to uh, the, those guys upstairs, to Joe and all those guys. And, you know, they got to do what's best for the team. And, you know, whatever they feel like is best for us, for me, for the team, then they're going to make that decision. But me sitting here saying, you know, I want to be a giant for life like I did last year, it doesn't help or doesn't hurt. So I'll just leave that up to those guys. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, he's right. Hey, he's kinda, right. It is up to him a little well, bit. No, well, he could take less money potentially. Not saying yeah, he should, by the why, way. He why shouldn't. would you do that? I, I would never, ever say, yeah, take a, take a team-friendly deal. I will never say that about a player. I, I agree with you, by the way. I'm yeah. saying, though, you could. I don't uh, think you of, should, but you course, could. But there's no way he will. He'll, he'll take what, he, what he's valued at. And I think we now have more clarity. A couple of things. One, Saquon is truly one of the great dudes on that team. And just as an aside, but the Walter Payton Man of the Year voting is open right now. It's open to the public. Mm -hmm. So Saquon has been so active in the community. I posted this. I rarely post on Twitter, but I did yesterday um, uh, for Saquon Barkley. Go vote for Saquon Barkley for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Let me see if he really did post Whether or not you care about the season that he had or Uh the... I don't know, the success that the team has had. Saquon is truly one of the great people in this league. He's an awesome dude, and he's done a lot of great things in the community. So, as an aside, go vote for Walter Payton Man of the Year, Saquon Barkley. I just uh, clicked on your tweet. Thank you. Can I just read the first mention? Please. Hey, Tiki, I know you really don't do Twitter, but your bio says you still do Tiki and Tierney. How is that possible? I'm listening to you right now on Evan and Tiki. Is that right? <laughs> That's because I don't do Twitter. I haven't, I haven't done anything. What was the last post other than the, the one I did yesterday? Not not a retweet. Okay. My last post. Yes. Oh, you want me to find it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's geez. not a retweet. Oh, you retweeted uh No, a not the retweet. Okay. Now available at Superbook. That, Tiki okay, Barber non, SGP non, Non-Superbook. <laughs> He's saying like an opinion. Like, like a tweet the, out the, of the, the oh, last actual tweet. It's going to take a while for me <laughs> right. to find that. You're not going to find it. All right, That's, continue your Saquon point. It, I'll find it, though, the eventually. Problem, that I was probably still doing Tiki and Tierney. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, vote for Walt, uh, uh, Saquon Barkley, Walter Payton Man of the Year, um, yes. because it is a fan vote, and he deserves it. He's awesome. Like, Saquon, last year, we knew the circumstances around him and Daniel Jones, and it was a race to get a deal done. Race to get a deal done. Whoever doesn't, is going to get tagged right? because they, they can't afford two long-term contracts, not with the salary cap stuff that they were, that they were, that they found themselves in. And so there were two guys you really wanted to keep Daniel Jones, Aquan Barkley, whoever got the deal done first, got their deal. The next guy was going to get tagged. Daniel Jones got it done first and you know, kudos to his people. But Saquon got left hanging on by, you know, a thread basically because you didn't know what the market was for running backs. You kind of know what it was for quarterbacks, 
because it's rote. You're just going to get what the next guy's going to get. And there's now a mid-level, which is what Daniel Jones ended up as opposed to the $55 million. He got the $40 million, which is that mid-level quarterback. For Saquon, the market was undefined. Like, we had no idea, like, what a really good running back should be paid. We know what an overpaid running back should be paid. Right. Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey. You know, he lives, he's lived up to it since he's gone to San Francisco. We knew what the, like the, the rest of the league was making, eight, nine, ten million dollars. The franchise tag was ten million dollars. Like we, we kind of knew that everything else, but exactly what Saquon fit in. But because of the Jonathan Taylor deal, which got done after he held out for, I don't know, tactically held out basically with the foot injury for three or four weeks, which was roughly $14 million a year, we know what the Saquon value is now because that's the same sort of tier that Saquon Barkley is in. And so I envision Saquon getting a three-year deal. Effectively, two of them are going to be are, are going to be guaranteed um, at $14 million a year. So it's so it's $42 million a year, three years, uh, 28 of it is guaranteed, and he's going to try to finish his, his his career as a New York well, Giant. Well, okay, so you answer that part because my question was, who's giving it to him? So the, the answer is the Giants. The, I think the Giants can and will do that deal. Okay. He was also asked about free agency, like getting there. Because remember, he didn't get to free agency last yeah. year. The Giants had the option to tag him. They tagged him, so he never got to the open market like you were talking about. Party, they'd be interested in just seeing what the market would bear if you're able to hear from 31 other teams? Um, I wouldn't, for me, it wouldn't be more of just seeing what the market um, would bring. Um, uh, I'm confident in myself that, you know, I feel like if that did come to a situation where I, I did hit open market, um, that I would be able to show uh, what I would be able to bring to another team, and I also want to continue to show what I'm able to bring to this team, too. Uh, do a fresh start cross my mind. Um, you know, I guess anybody, you know, when you look at the season, the way it, it went, I feel like everybody would want a fresh start, not just saying, like, somewhere else, but just a clean, state, clean slate. But um, that's how I look at it, to be honest. Um, if I did hit the overmarket, hey, that's, you know, that's how I was God's plan. That's for me to go to another, get another opportunity and to continue to try to create a legacy for myself with my football career. How about that clean slate comment? Mm-hmm. Sounded like he's uh, open to a clean slate, well, a new slate. I, mean, I think he's been like hung out so often in these conversations that he doesn't know what to say to sound right. Right. Right? And, and to say... Pay me. That's the answer. You right. know what, guys? Tell the Giants to pay me. Do the right thing. If they don't pay me, I'm gone. Well, it's not even that. Well, they, if they do franchise me, I'll show up and I'll be pissed. Well, here's 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 what we'll know pretty quickly. If the Giants don't sign Saquon to a contract, to a long-term contract, and I'm, when I long-term, I mean like three years. Because Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor only got a three-year deal. Right. right. If they don't sign him to that deal, then they don't want him. Then but then but what if they just say tagging him makes the most ta- sense? Tagging him makes no sense for anybody. For the Giants? Because It's put, only a one-year risk. But you're putting yourself in the same situation. And it's not like he had a 1,600-yard rushing season this right, year. Right, right, right. Right? He's barely going to clip a 1,000. A, a Maybe he's not even going to get to 1,000. What does he need? 80, 84 he's yards? He's at 916, so 80, 84 yards. 84 yeah. yards to get to 1,000. And that's not saying he's not valuable. But it's like you franchise a guy who had such a great season – we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com that you don't want to lose them because other teams are going to say, hey, we want that guy. And so, But you're also not making a long-term commitment. Isn't there a benefit to that? Uh, but it's not really a long-term commitment. The contract you talked about. That I said is not really a long-term. It's a two-year commitment. But it's still more than one year. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, but It's not a 10-year commitment. But, but, so at this, at this point, Saquon's in his go- it'll be going into his seventh year next year. Crazy. You're going to nickel and dime him, or not nickel and dime, because it's more than nickels and dimes, obviously, but you're going to, you know, multi-million dollar him, uh, you know, over 
$2 million or so? It, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. So you think that it makes sense for the Giants? Forget Saquon for a second. Yeah. Two weeks to give him a long-term deal or a longer-term deal? I do because there's certain like players who... And it, by the way, this isn't punitive to the cap. Like this deal is not so punitive to the cap that it hurts you. Last year it would have been. This year it's not, especially because of the expanded cap space and because of the the thirty two free agents that they have. Right, they're going to have tons of of room to do what they need to do. And I think holding on to a player like Saquon, who and I said this two months ago, is a lot of giant fans' favorite player. Right, he is their favorite player mm-hmm. on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's worth it to hold on to a guy like that who still has you know production left. It's not like he's washed. No, no, he's it's not. not like he, he's uh, yeah he he's three yards in a cloud of dust. He didn't have the greatest year in the world. He but didn't have the year he had all, last year. But it wasn't, wasn't all his fault either. No, I agree. I Think agree. about the turmoil of this offensive line. We talk about it in the con in the construct of pass protection and sacks that they've given up, but it also affects the run game. Right, and so. It hasn't all been Saquon's fault. Do you think he wants those 84 yards badly to get to Mm, 1,000? I mean, it means something. Matter to you when you got there, though? You cleared it up by a lot. Like, there were years where you got there by week 10. You didn't need the weights. But it was just different because, I mean, I was getting 22 carries regardless. Right. Didn't matter, right, Right. what the game situation was. Nowadays, if you can get 20 touches, like, you're happy. Do you think Saquon would go to Brian Dable before the game and said, take care of me, I want to get to (laughs) 1,000? Like, does that conversation happen? Uh, I doubt it. I really? doubt it. I doubt it. But I, but, I, but, I bet, but I bet that Dave's is aware of it. So you think Dave's will push Saquon touches maybe up a little bit? Like, for example, I'm looking at his carries lately. Last week against the Rams, 12 for 39. Yeah. I ain't going to cut it. Well, you know, here's what happens. And Game I, against the Eagles, 23 for 80. That gets you closer. Here's what most – because coaches care about, like, wearing out their players at this point in the season. It doesn't matter. But what you generally do – that's not week 18 game, but what you generally will do – is you will five or so touches a quarter. And if you get to the fourth quarter with the lead, we're going to grind it. Like, we're going to wear these guys out, right? We're going to keep handing them off. We're going to keep handing it off. And so eventually, maybe you get the 20-plus touches because you were leading in the fourth quarter, Mm. but it doesn't always work that way. Yeah. So Saquon Barkley needs 84 yards to get to 1,000. That'd be the fourth time he's done it in his NFL career. Right. I wonder if Tiki knows how, how much many... does Tiki know about Tiki? I wonder if Tiki knows how many times he's had a 1,000-yard rushing season. Uh, so 2,000. That was the first time. You're going to count them all for us. I, nice. I like it. That was the first time I did it. I'm going to say five. You're going to say five. Sean, do you know the answer without looking it up? Six. The answer is six. How yeah, much does Tiki know about Tiki? <laughs> yeah. 2,000, you rushed for 1,006. Yeah. Like you said. All right. And then listen to the final five years of your career. Okay. 2002, 1387. 2003, 1216. 2004, 1518. Yeah, I know the last three. Oh, yeah. 1843. No, no, no. Don't shortchange yourself. 1860. Oh, sorry. 1860. 1860. And then 1638 or something like that. And 1662. Pat's daddy. Actually, in 2005, I, I did the opposite of Pat's daddy. What's that? Because I, because we, you got eighteen hundred yards. What were you doing? Right. I could. I, I, I sometimes I think about this. Uh, right. Uh-huh. So we played a couple of games that we just like we destroyed Washington in in two thousand. Yeah, I'm looking game. at this. They t- they cut your touches down. You only well, had you sixteen know, touches. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because I rushed for two hundred and six yards and three quarters, or two hundred and six yards. No, no, no. I'm looking at the wrong game. Two hundred and three yards. Whatever it was, I rushed for over two hundred yards and three quarters. This is the Wellington Merritt game. I'll never forget it. At a 50-something yard run on both sidelines, Tim McDonald come up to me and says, dude, are you going to score a touchdown or are you going to get caught? And I said, Timmy, before this game's over, I'm going to score a touchdown for you. So I had my 200-plus yard and a touchdown on my last carry. It was the end of the third quarter. And I took myself out of the game, right? So I didn't play the fourth quarter. Oh, wow. Which, you know, probably would have been another 100 yards. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, being, I'm joking, but I'm being real. We were dominating him that, that bad. And so the reason it mattered is because I did that a couple of times where I just took myself. We were winning, so I took myself out so of the game. So you cost yourself yards. Right? No, no, no. Here's, forget the fact that I cost myself a 2,000-yard season. So the last game of the year, we're playing the Oakland Raiders. New Year's right? Eve. New Year's Eve. Yes. I rushed for 100, or 200 and whatever, eight yards or whatever it was. We beat them. We win the division. But because I, I, I 
I had such a good day on the last day, I took the rushing lead on the year. Man. Sean Alexander wasn't supposed to play the last week of the season. <laughs> and he played together. He was he was on he was handing he was doing something. He had already qualified for the postseason. Right. He was in DC or home somewhere on the East Coast with his family. He came back. He wasn't gonna play. He saw me rush for two hundred yards and beat him in the rushing title. So he played enough in the last game of the season wow. to, to win the rushing title. Wow. So I lost the rushing title. How many yards did he need to beat you? Like was it a lot or it was, was it like, like sixty or seventy or I mean, something? And so he beat me to the rushing title. Wow. But then after the season, I was all pissed off because Sean's my brother. Like yeah. He's my brother from another mother. We literally look alike. I said to him, dude, you just had to take my rushing title. He's like, it was mine. You took it from me. <laughs> he's got right? right. But then I thought back to those games where I took myself out of the wow. game. That's why you can't do that. <laughs> this is unbelievably on a deep dive. Tiki's memory is amazing. So that game's a Saturday night, New Year's Eve. So New Year's Day. The Green Bay Packers have three wins, and yes. that's where Seahawks go into Lambeau. They yeah. have no reason to play anybody. They None. already had 12 wins, right. and he touched the ball 20 times for 73 yards and <laughs> right. a touchdown. Right, and he, he, beat, he, he beat me, right? What did he have, 1,800? Yeah, he just barely edged out. 1,870-something yeah. yards oh, or something. Wow. So whatever what a spiteful so, ball. So, I, so I go to Sean. Every time I see Sean, I'm like, dude, you just had to steal my record. I, I admire what you know about your career because there are times in which he doesn't know. Like, yeah. it didn't matter to you how many times you at a thousand yard rushing season, but then this and the games and why it happened that right. is you nailed that one. There you go. By the way, Tiki's end of his career, and I'm somebody who has been the not pay Saquon camp. I could make the cases why you do give him some kind of two, three year semi because you think Saquon's going to replicate what Tiki did. It's not that he's going to replicate what Tiki because that's did. uncommon. Mm. You're thinking about this from another angle. What? How much struggle did Eli Manning go through in those early years? And the Giants made the playoffs in 05, mm-hmm. 06, and then obviously he retired 07. If the Giants are going to invest in a new quarterback, which many of us think they will, what is the best way to help that new quarterback? By the way, along? have a good run game. You You're are right. a thousand percent right. I, I, I completely agree that in deciding this, okay, you want Saquon Barkley back? Do you want him back on the tag? Do you want him back on the contract Tiki laid out? Or do you say, you know what? We stink. He's getting older. How about they tag and trade him? Or how about they just let him go? The answer to that question for me, just my opinion, is exactly what Sean said. You nailed it. Which is, what am I doing at quarterback? If I'm kind of running it back with Daniel Jones, I guess I'm sort of bringing in maybe a veteran to compete. Maybe Tommy DeVito's competing. Mm -hmm. I'd probably say, you know what? Eh, Screw it. Move on from him. Whatever. If I'm drafting a young quarterback, I'm probably more prone to saying, I'm going to give you this toy to play with. Yeah, you with. need some stability here. Yeah. Right. It and, matters. Right. And and the other thing I didn't even mention, like he's a real leader in this team. Right. It's not like he's just a fake leader. He's like the real leader of this team. They all look up to him because of who he is, mm. both as a person, but also as a player, as a grinder. He's been through a lot of adversity and come back through it. Come back through it. That's, that's worth something. If, now, I hope that they do a type of deal that I said, because I think that's workable from both sides of it. Mm. But it's to be determined. This is a very good question. We're about to take this call at 877-337-6666. It's a very good question that George and Beth Page has for Tiki. George, go ahead. Tiki, I'd love to know how many yards do you think <laughs> you would have won this year That's a good behind question. this offensive line, which is the worst line in the history of the game. Well, we haven't mm. seen the Jets, but okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not in the history of the game. I mean, they were pretty bad. Uh, he was he, he ruined his great question by going with hyperbole. Yeah. The offensive line stinks. We get it. How many yards is the great Tiki? And we're talking late in the career, Tiki Barber. Right. At your best, you know what you're doing. You're not fumbling the ball. So, By the way, earlier today, Tiki Barber walks into my office. <laughs> oh, no, Spike's office yes. with, like, food, and he dropped it. And Sean immediately was like, look at Tiki fumbling again. Another Tiki Barber fumble and then Tiki, the exact quote. And Tiki immediately picks the food up, looks at Sean, and just starts eating it. Yep. <laughs> my man. Five-second rule. No problem. <laughs> it was less than that. It was like a two-second rule. That was a fumble and recovery. And that's right. picked up another eight yards. <laughs> hey, fumbles don't count if you pick them up yourself. Right. That's right. So, uh, I don't know, man. Offense is hard in, in today's NFL. I look at, like, all the side saddle stuff. I hate it. Like, the... I needed to be going downhill to run. So a bad offensive line and like shuffling sideways to to go forward. I I rushed for like six hundred yards this year. Really? I'd have been terrible. Really? I would have said, I would have said throw me the ball. I would I would have had eighty catches. I'd have been more like Alvin Kamara, mm. who who is leading the league 
uh, for running backs and receptions. Second is Brees, by the way, only by one catch. Alvin's got 75. Brees got 74. But I would have been like Alvin Kamara. I'll run for 700, 800 yards. Give me 100 catches. They don't bother giving me the ball 20 times on the ground. Not between the tackles. No, <laughs> not with these tackles. <laughs> right. Let's go to Pablo in Dover, New Jersey. What's up, Pablo? Hey, I'm an ATK. How you guys doing? What's up, man? Good. Yep. Sorry about that. Can you hear? Yeah, yep, we got you. So, uh, yeah, Tiki, couldn't agree with you more, man. Uh, Saquon absolutely is worth it. Now that we have that Taylor contract, he fits whatever you know, whatever timeline the Giants have. Whether they're you know keeping Daniel Jones, bringing in the rookie, he's done everything he wanted. And quite frankly, the fact that he has a chance at a thousand yards rushing with no other viable threats or playmakers on offense, with every single defense queuing in on him, and he's put up this production, just speaks to his talent. I think he's worth it. And, you know, with the, the right contract, we got to bring him back. Yeah, and I think I think we now, the biggest thing, Pablo, is that he has the template because of, because of Jonathan Taylor, who is, he didn't break the bank like Christian McCaffrey did or Zeke did, right? And, and when you talk about quarterbacks, it's always, all right, what did the next, last quarterback make? I need to make 10% more or whatever it is. It's not that way with running backs. You think he wants to come back? I know he said in that clip, I, yeah. I want to be a career giant. He was asked, do you still want to be a life I, giant? He I said yes. I think he wants to be respected. He wants, yeah, I, I, that's I, I, money. I, well, but doesn't he also want to it, win? It's I mean, also, this organization. It's also, like, it's also the process. But here's the thing. Think about the coaches in this league. Some of them are really good. There's a lot of them that are really bad. Yeah, I'm aware. There's a lot of them that don't know what the hell they're doing. And I feel like the Giants at least have that. I think they have a good coaching step, but if you're Saquon Barkley and you got to free agency, because that's the step here where the Mm -hmm. Giants don't tag him and he's sitting there in April and he is truly available or March as a true free agent. And he thinks to himself, I want to make a pros cons list. I do pros cons lists all the time. Right. Where you. And he's writing the pros of the Giants. I love New York. Ah, this, that. Uh, I love Brian Dable. The con list. Is I've been a part of a losing team every year of my career but one. Mm-hmm. The con list, by the way, at this point may be they're drafting a rookie quarterback. Yeah. I don't know if he's any good. And then he looks at the other potential possibilities. Teams that have won. Teams that are winning. Don't you think there's a part of, if you were Saquon, that says, yeah, lifelong giant, great, Brian Dayball, great. But in this pros cons list... I want to win, and I haven't won here. There's there's something about being a lifelong member of a team. Like, you look at the Cowboys. The Cowboys didn't put DeMarcus Ware, who got in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. into their ring of honor until he was in the Hall of Fame. Right? Okay. Jimmy Johnson. Well, the Jimmy Johnson thing is makes going no sense. into their ring of honor. Just did, I think. A week ago. Yeah. Right? He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He won back-to-back championships. Yeah. But why? Why did Jerry Jones not do that? Because he's a bitter bastard. No, because they weren't lifelong Cowboys. You think that's the reason? I 100% You don't think it was just this. a personal issue? No. I think it was, He. they weren't full Cowboy legends. But do you think Saquon's thinking about that? I got to be a lifelong Marcus Ware went to, went to, as great as he was for the Cowboys. Tremendous trust me, player. I played against them, and he was a pain in the ass. Only for a year, maybe two. Well, you think maybe a year, whatever it was. He was amazing. Won a championship with the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Jerry Jones hold that against him? I don't know. Maybe. That's because Jerry Jones is weird. Right. But Jerry Jones, you know, inducted him. So it's like it's it's just one of those odd things. Do you think my Saquon point cares is, about is that, it though? something I think he should. Okay. So you're giving advice. I think he should. And that, that may be good there, advice. There's by the something way. about being a lifelong giant. Well, here's where I totally agree with you. So I was thinking about this in regards to Saquon. If he never played another game for the New York Giants, what is his legacy here? Mm-hmm. Like, he was a good player, but I almost think that his legacy to a lot of Giant fans, tell me if I'm wrong here, was the pick that was made. The decision uh, that was made no, to I, draft a... You I, agree with me, Sean? I absolutely agree with you, and Tiki, you can push back on this. He will always be remembered to me as the one player that you could simultaneously say at the same time was... A good to great player and a mistake of a pick, and because of that, we're going to lean the negative. That that pick, in theory, in Giants okay, so fans, the set the Giants He's back. the fourth all-time leading rusher in Giant history right now, right? Yeah. And so he's had some some unbelievable seasons. His rookie year obviously was amazing. When rookie of the year, everybody wanted the Saquon jersey. Last year, he had a couple of good seasons. Last year was an, was another uh, great one. It's one of the catalysts why they got to the postseason. And let's say he plays. I don't know, two more years, and 
he has seasons like this in between last year and this year. And he retires. And he's, you know, close to 10,000 or at 10,000 yards. Maybe, hell, maybe he breaks my record. Who, who knows? My rushing record. If from when I retired, which was 17 years ago, 17 seasons ago, who else made you feel that way as a runner? Who else? No one, but that's, exactly. but that's so, really putting it in a microcosm. But that's like, the point. I, I'll look back and I'll microcosm. But that's the point. Like, you're getting into the micro details. That's the point. Yeah. That's that's my point. <laughs> I, I'd rather have a Mod Bradshaw so, than so Saquon. If, if you're Saquon Barkley and you go someplace else and you're Raheem Mostert, say you rush for 20 touchdowns, like he's like 20 or whatever it is he has, Mostert has in Miami. Is he an all-time great in Miami? If they win the Super Bowl. Is he? If they win the Super Bowl. And, and I think that's the answer with Saquon. Like, mm. if the Giants next year go to the NFC Championship game, if the Giants in two years, with Saquon being a part of it, win a Super Bowl or have some kind of sustained success, right. I think this conversation is different. Right. Right now, when you look at his six-year career, he's been a part of one winning team. So his legacy, the way I take it, which I guess I'm on the same page with a diehard Giant fan, is his legacy is more about where he was selected mm. and who they didn't draft but that's not than anything fault. else. I'm but, not saying it's his not, fault. But that's not his fault. But nobody's not. saying it's his fault. That's just the reality. It may not be his fault. It's just the reality. Mm. I don't see it that way. Take I, it. I, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, think, I think as a player, you do the best with the circumstances that you have. And he has. Right? Has he been perfect? No. Not as a runner. Sometimes he danced too much early. Yep. Right? But we saw it develop a couple years ago. He started to become, use his power. Right? And it, and it helped this team develop a new identity. He's a leader in the locker room. Like, these intangible things that we don't want to talk about because we only want to evaluate statistics, you, you, can't, you can't measure. And so... But you know what you also can't measure? The emotion of that decision. That Dave Gettleman made. And you're right. It sucks because Saquon did nothing wrong. No Mm -hmm. one's saying he did. But right now, and he's six years into his career, maybe he'll spend 10 years here. Maybe he can rewrite that. But there's going to, a lot's going to have to happen to rewrite the main legacy of Saquon Barkley being where he was drafted. Yeah. And that's winning. Ultimately, it's winning. Yes. If you win and you're part of it, then people don't care about all that other stuff. Right, Tiki, you laid out that scenario with Saquon the next couple of years. If he does that, Giant fans, I'm a Giant fan. I still hold Brandon Jacobs in a higher regard as him. Because Brandon the won. The way he ran the championships, Bradshaw, the same thing. Hmm. You got to win, especially when you root for the Giants where it's about winning. We I hold people win. to different standards. No, I we, didn't win. No, no. You're the all-time leading rusher of yeah, the Giants. I didn't win. Tiki, I could close my eyes. This just sounds weird down picture. And picture like five moments I could rattle off where I'm like, Tiki Barber gave me some memory there. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, Saquon has all these stats. At the Viking playoff game, like I, he has all of these big runs. I don't really, and I've watched all of them, mm-hmm. remember or get like a fuzzy feeling about him. Also, you were on constant playoff teams. He's been on one playoff yep. team. So you don't have to win a championship. Yeah. But that's I know, why if, I know what you're saying. But if Saquon stays and they draft a new quarterback, and even if it's the tail end of his career, and he builds that foundation and they make another two playoffs with him and right. they don't quite win the championship, same kind of deal, I think you hold him to a much higher regard. Right. So here, here's the here's the one thing, and this is this is my mistake even though I was ready to go to the next thing. I didn't think the Giants were close to being a championship team. And so it was just kind of like, yeah, do I really want to do this anymore? Like, I, I'm tired of training to get beat up, right? 400-plus touches a year. One of those years, I think, I had 422 total touches. It's a lot. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. The Giants aren't really close. You know what? I'm ready for the next step. Do you think the Giants are ready for that next step? Do you think that they're close? No. Everybody says no, but if you take the right quarterback, which is going to be our pound of the table, right. it changes like that because right. those teams that do hit, it right. changes and like so, that. And so if they are, which I think they are as well, Sean, I agree with you. You think they are? I think they're closer to the next step than people want to get. What's the next step? Making the playoffs winning a Super Bowl? Making the playoffs and going in, like winning games and playoffs. Okay. I think that's right. different, by the way. Like right. I thought you meant championship. No. Okay. I mean. Yeah, making the playoffs, I don't think it's that. Hell, I think the Ravens are winning six championships it, in a row. Wow. Just getting in the circle with the Cowboys, right. Eagles, and 49ers. Getting in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's really what I'm talking about. I think they are. And if Saquon's here, they are better. They have a better chance of doing that. I agree with that. With him than without him. We'll get to your calls on Saquon Barkley, the latest Aaron Rodgers controversy at 877-337-6666. And they've been under the radar for the last few weeks because nothing's happened, but the pressure's starting to mount 
on, not the Mets, but the New York Yankees. We'll get into that coming up at 5 o'clock. Evan and Tiki on the film. We'll get back to your calls in a second. Every day I itch more and more because my beard continues to grow. My hair continues to grow. I had a loyalty to the great Pete Alonzo. Hmm. I proclaimed uh, about a month and a half ago I will not cut my hair. I will not cut my beard until Pete Alonzo is extended by the New York Mets. No, you said you would not cut your hair until Pete Alonzo was extended. And then you saw him at a game, a yes. Rangers game. Yes. And then you were like, oh, well, he was there. Jeff McNeil did the same thing. Or was it McNeil? Jeff McNeil, it? yes. Yeah, Jeff McNeil was at the Rangers game. And three days later, they extended him. So yeah. they're extending Pete Alonzo. You're right. And then and I got goaded by Sean. And to Sean goaded you into a sub-bet yeah, of the original bet. Including my beard, which is the biggest mistake. Because if you look at me right now, whether you're watching or on SNY, you've seen one of the video clips put out on social media. My hair that I'm letting grow, like I'm pulling it up right now, it's not that long. Like it ain't that <laughs> crazy. Like the back of my head, as you can see... How would you describe that? A little bushy? Yeah, it's getting a little bushy. Yeah, you got a good bush going on the back of your head there. Yeah, but, you're, but it, you're gonna be a hell of a, a male pattern baldness guy. What? <laughs> Excuse me? On the I'm, top of your like your when your horseshoe comes in. My horseshoe? When all this hair on top goes and it's just all on the side. How did this go from my hair growing to my baldness? <laughs> the side of your head is growing and the top is yeah, not. That because <laughs> the best way to tell if and when you're gonna go bald is by growing your hair out. Is that true? Yes. Oh, jeez. Because you start to see what grows in longer, well, quicker. It does feel like the top of my hair is growing at a very slow pace while my beard is growing at a very fast pace. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to pull my hair out so you can see how long it is. That's a great... Uh, of, oh, I'm squeezing it very hard. You see how long it is? You want to measure it and see how many inches I'm I do, at? but I need to get a ruler. You don't carry a ruler with you? I, I, actually, think... do, I actually do have a ruler. <laughs> I think starting tomorrow, we do an official measurement right. day every day. Okay. All right, and yeah. then we're going to get to a point. But it's where... not going to grow every day, so we should do it like every uh, once a week. Once yeah. a week. Once a week. Maybe yeah. we do a post bad tiki check in on the. Beard. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yes, because yes. I'm very curious to hear what bad tiki has to say about my beard. <laughs> but it's growing and it's damn itchy. I think the worst part I have is the sideburns meeting the side of my hair. Like it feels very thick, very thick between where the side of my hair, like my yeah. next to my ear. Where it meets the beard, right? Like wherever it converges. Like, look, I'm pulling it out. Uh-huh. Look how thick it is. Yeah, it's that's very long. Brady Anderson. <laughs> yeah, it very much is like Brady Anderson. It's crazy. Anyhow, back to your calls, and then the anniversary of something insane that NFL players wanted 60 years ago. That I'm curious if Tiki Barber would want now. Hmm. But first, Kendrick is in Suffolk, New York. What's up, Kendrick? Hey guys, uh, great show as always. Happy New Year to you guys. Uh, and Tiki, uh, with all due respect to Fred Taylor and Devin Hester, I know this happens while you guys were away, but come yeah. on. I mean, uh, I like Fred I'm, Taylor. I'm pulling for you. Good luck. I'm pulling for you. I won't compare. It, exactly. I, don't, I don't do the comparison game. Fred Taylor had a heck of a career, man. See, what Tiki is showing you, Kendrick, and I knew this, is if he ever runs for office, he's not going to be a negative campaigner. Like, he's not going to come out and bash his opponent. So the one thing Tiki's not going to do right now is say Fred Taylor's overrated. Like, he's not going to do that. He's not going to say, yeah, Devin Hester, what else did he do besides, you know, special teams, big deal. Like, he's not a negative campaigner. Devin Hester has a a real shot here. You know why? Why? Because we don't return kickoffs anymore. That's true. Yeah. Just like we, fa- you asked me the other day. No, you're right. It's a dying How breed. many fair catches do we see on kickoff returns? Because of that new rule. So what you're going to see from him was just three, two or three a year. You're never going to see. So what you're saying is he's getting the sympathy vote no. because no one can, is allowed to no. do what he does I don't know anymore. If that makes him a Hall of Famer, but it's the it's the argument, and we yeah, know what what happens in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Kendrick, I may let you make your statement, your point in a minute. I want negative campaigning. No, you need a story. <laughs> you you ha- if you don't have a story, you don't get into the Hall of Fame. Right, and so. He has a story. Yeah. So maybe he gets in the Hall of Fame. Nah, we'll he sucks. Stop. <laughs> I'm just What's kidding. up, Kendrick? <laughs> Not much. Here's your story. You're better than them. Um, so, <laughs> and I'll say it for you. Uh, I appreciate you, Kendrick. Thank yeah, you, man. No doubt. No doubt. So uh, I've been on hold, and I've heard a lot of things that you know my group chats have talked about. And so I want to touch on one or two things here real quick. Uh, the first one was, Evan, a caller about an hour ago had mentioned, you know, uh, signing Rodgers or trading for Rodgers is one of the worst things we could do, and and you said you would do it again and again and again. Yeah. And the question isn't, would you do it again? The question is, what do we potentially miss out on? And I want to point a parallel that you haven't as a net Jet fan that goes under the radar, and I don't mean disrespect to Tiki's boy, Nate Hackett, Mm -hmm. 
Right. And I'm not saying the guy deserved to come back, but I think he was used as a scapegoat. And that's uh, Mike LaFleur, who last year, before the injury, Brees Hall was going to be the offensive player of the year. Then Garrett Wilson ended up winning it. This year in uh, L.A., he's got Puka Nakua mm-hmm. and this kid, Kieran Williams, who's running the ball uh, and in his second year after a big injury in his rookie year. Right. Uh, and, and I think sometimes the other question has to be, we made a mistake. And, and I'm not saying I don't want Rodgers to be healthy and, and to run back this for year two. But I do think we made a, a little bit of a, a mistake here in, in giving him the keys to the organization because at the end of the day, he's not Aaron Rodgers from five years ago. He's Aaron Rodgers now. And when you look down at Tampa, this is not to say that Baker is Tom Brady. He never is, and, and it shouldn't be in the same sentence. But Baker Mayfield's running that offense pretty well with that offensive coordinator. Uh, what's his name? Canales yeah, or something they, down they, there in but Tampa. But is, your, but is where, your point LaFleur deserved another year, and what would be well, different if he was here? Well, you know, well, I'll come to my point here. Yeah. I appreciate the time to make it. My point has always been, I don't think Sal's not the guy. And if you remember, he didn't want to fire LaFleur. He, he kind of wanted to keep him. Right, right. And, and you see, you know, it took him a couple of years. Uh, and Tiki, you just made this point that you think the Giants could be a quarterback away from making that run. Well, after year two of Salah, we got Rodgers, and the conversation was the division. Some people even put them in the conversation of the Super Bowl. I don't think you can get a guy at Rodgers' status to put him on the Giants and say next year, oh, we're going to be feeling the same way the Jets felt going into next year. And, my, and I guess what I'm saying is we're going to win this week in New England, because even when we win, we lose. We're the Jets. <laughs> but no, mat- no matter what happens this weekend, I just want to go into the offseason saying good riddance to Zach Wilson, good riddance to Mekhi Becton, best of luck elsewhere. But Salah, Douglas, next year, put up or shut up. Yes, Because right. I think they're able to do it. Yes. And, and as Jet fans, you got to root to win. you got to oh, root Oh, no, no, to I'm win. with you on that. You said a lot. I want to get back to the LaFleur stuff. It was time for LaFleur to go. He was learning on the job. And I remember when they got rid of him because they didn't really fire him. And right. I've said this about coaches they and managers in the past. pursue other opportunities, right. which was a soft landing spot with Sean McVay right. in Los Angeles with the Rams. Yes. Now, you can give Mike LaFleur credit for that success out there, but it's really it's... Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay. No, it is Sean McVay, but... I don't think any of us thought or said he can't be a good offensive coordinator. No. That was his first job, and he failed at it. Well, and the there problem, are a lot of people that fail right. at their first job. And, Ev, the, I don't know if it was necessarily a failure as the coordinator. It was the failure as the QB developer. Yes, of that, Zach Wilson that, that specifically. That was the issue. Because the offense functioned better when Zach wasn't the quarterback, whether it was Mike White right. or Josh Johnson right, or Joe Flacco. And so if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback two years ago and, and Matt LaFleur was the offensive coordinator, would things have been better? I'm sure they would have. Yeah, but I also think that in this alternate universe of Mike LaFleur remaining as OC and Aaron still comes here and still goes down after four snaps, do you really think LaFleur over Hackett was going to magically change this inept offense? Well, bad offensive line play, and it's been bad. Uh, And... Bad quarterbacking. It wasn't going to matter. It wasn't going to matter. Like, the alternate universe discussion is more about the quarterback. Look, there was a debate. There were people who disagreed with my opinion and others about pursuing Aaron Rodgers, saying he's too old, don't go after him, draft a quarterback, go get Derek Carr. I'm telling you guys, I still think you're wrong. Like, despite year one being a disaster, and it was. Mm -hmm. Like, if you would have told me last June, here's what's going to happen. He's going to play four snaps. He's going to get hurt. Zach Wilson will eventually take over, and you're going to finish either 6-11 and 11 or 7-10. and 10. The response would be, as a wise man will say, oh, the pain. <laughs> like, it would have been a disaster. By the way, I'm a big fan of history because I think sometimes with history you can learn from it. And not only can you learn from it, you can say, wow, that was like a really good idea. Why didn't they do that back mm-hmm. then? So there's this Twitter account I follow. I already forgot the name. But they give you, like, historical news that happened 30 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years ago. Sports-related. I'd like to read an article from 60 years ago that you got to sit down for this, football fans, because I want you to imagine this being enacted today in the NFL, and if you like it or not. 
the National Football League Players Association ended its annual meeting by demanding that the league's championship game be decided in a best of three, three game series. This was 1965. 65. The NFL championship game. The president of the Baltimore Colts said the demand for the three-game championship series, plus other proposals, will be presented to the NFL owners within the next month. Uh, the president, I can't pronounce his name, Ordell Brace, Brasse, said the league championship series should have one game at the home stadium, one game at the other home stadium, and then the third game at a neutral site. Mm. Now, let me ask you something. <laughs> the NFL, bunch of whores. Like, well, who are we kidding? They want money. They've made poor Sean Morash watch the Giants on Christmas Day. Yeah. They don't give a damn about you. Pigs. Pigs, Total I tell pigs. you. Left my kids on Christmas Day. Oink, <laughs> oink, oink, Roger Goodell. 17-game season. Ah, we'll make it an 18-game season. Games on Thursday night. Games on Monday night. Games on Tuesday mornings. They don't care. They want international money. They want all sorts of money. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that that idea from seven, that was actually 70 years ago. 1965 is seven. No, 60. 60 no, no, that's 60, not 65. 60 years ago. I got it right the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I got the 70. <laughs> Jeez, my math. I got very <laughs> scared for my parents' health. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, don't you think that'd be awesome? Well, a best of three Super Bowl? N- no, it would be brutal. Excuse me, what the players wanted it back then? What are they? They were tougher back then than they are it today. Was, it was powder puff back then, <laughs> relative to what they play these days. What? They, they didn't hit anybody. They, what are you talking they, about? They didn't even have. Uh, a, Hard shell helmets? Oh my god, you're being very disrespectful. <laughs> Wouldn't that make it tougher that they didn't have hard shell helmets? <laughs> no. Yes. No, absolutely. Never seen not. footage of the ice bowl? Are you kidding me? So you know what it, you know the concussion thing that just took over the NFL a few yeah. years ago? You know why it got worse in over over time? Is because because they kept espousing in better head uh helmet technology. So when you put something stronger on your head, as a as a crazy person that plays football and is going to throw yourself into somebody else, you willingly got to do this. So you got to be a little bit crazy. What do you think? Oh, they told me this helmet's better. Oh, it's going to protect me. I'm going to hit them harder, right? So it is counterintuitive, right? You you when you start putting a stronger like shield mm-hmm. to protect the player, bigger shoulder pads. Think about this: the bigger shoulder pads, bigger thigh pads. We saw all of this happen. Rib rib protectors. It didn't make guys hit any less. They hit harder. Well, guys are also bigger and stronger. I'll give you that. But they hit harder as the equipment got better because right. you felt like you were safe. And you weren't. But don't you think guys were always trying to hit as hard as they can? Uh, no. The equipment be damned? You think guys in 1965 no. weren't trying to hit hard? Some of them were. Yeah. And it, they suffered from it. I, I think, think about you're... kids Kids going into con- Kids are the ones that you watch. Like, Sub ten year old kids, yeah, they understand it's going to hurt, and they pull up. Okay, I, I'll Think give you that. But the, the NFL doesn't care about my player po- safety. My point is, yeah. my point is, what's your point? Do you want best of three? Absolutely not. Why? You know the only reason they wanted to do this. <laughs> uh, I think the players wanted to do it for money purposes, so that they would get paid more. That would be my interpretation of why in 1965 the players, yeah, the player, the players proposed it. The players demanded mm. it. The owners were the ones who were like, no. Here's what I'm curious about. Like, jokes aside, yeah. the NFL is a machine. And you did that Cinco de Tico a few weeks ago where I said, what could the NFL do to make you stop watching? And you had your list. Yes. And one of the things Sean even brought up is, I don't know, maybe the oversaturation of the game. I don't know if taking your championship, which is a mega event. No chance. And making it, well, hold on, and making it even bigger. Would hurt that. Like, do because you think people would not watch it? it? Well, yeah, If they you would. made the Super Bowl a best of three, as was proposed okay, in 1965. Here, so you, you play you play a, t- a team. Yeah. So what are you doing? It Like, it's going to last for now basically a month? I mean, basically, why not? Your Super Bowl is going to last a month? Because it's not like baseball where you can do it in five days. Yeah, you drag it out even more. How is that? Is that make it, it, just, it just makes it. Okay, I'm not even telling you this is the best idea. I'm telling you this is a league that is opening their season in Portugal next year. No, Brazil, mm. wherever the hell they yeah, are. Somewhere in South America. This is a league that has shown us over the last few years they don't care. Yeah. They want to make more money. So when I read this story, my thought was 
I wonder if they would do that again. I wonder if the league would say, wow, we have a Super Bowl that sells incredible advertising. It's incredible moneymaker, this event. If we took that event and times it by three, just walk, walk, I'm walking you through it. And you did that. What do you think the result would be? It'd be a ton of money. Oh, there'd, there'd, also okay, be, okay. there'd also be a ton of gambling okay. that would go on here. Yeah. Right? It would, and by the way, I think I almost felt like that's why they would do it back then. Because football was a gambling sport back, right. back when it was created. Still kind of is. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but the non-talked about history is it was a gambling sport. Yeah, and there was right? fixes and suspensions. All sure. that stuff. Right? Paul Horning says hi. Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. So to do it now, it would feel like, all right, we've, we've gotten enough gambling money out of the Super Bowl. What if we had three of them? Yeah. That's I, seriously, I, just, I, I don't, I'm not, again, the history is the reason I wouldn't want to do something like this. It's beautiful that we have a winner-take-all game. But ask yourself this about this league. This league is a whore for money. Right, you'd have to, you'd have to. What would happen if they did it? Forget about, I would not like it, you would not. What would happen? A hundred million people would watch the game multiple times. <laughs> and if you got were lucky enough for a winner-take-all game three, actually, even better. Actually, if you don't, people are still going to watch it. By the it. way, I think that actually would change. What would change? I think the first game, I mean, if, it's, if you're that team's fan base, you watch it. Otherwise, I don't think you watch you don't it. Th- so you think it hurts the event? I think it hurts the, the event. Everyone going over people's houses, right. the Can't Super Bowl parties. The, fir- the first game doesn't matter. To the non-fan of the team, something else to watch, whatever it may be. So Actually, it becomes, there isn't anything else to watch. Yeah, there's nothing point. else to watch. It's a Sunday night. You it do is. three Sundays the, in a row. It gets the rating the AFC and <laughs> NFC Championship game gave, which is just a high rating, but it's not a Super Bowl. Rating. Right. Interesting. And then you need the winner-take-all game to be the real Super Bowl. Yeah, and if you right. don't get it, then you lose out. I'm not ordering do... three six-foot heroes. But you're not going to get a winner-take-all <laughs> game because sometimes it's just going to be... Two, it's going to be over in two. No, no, I agree with you. Like, there's a risk that you're not going to get that right. third game. So you think it would be economically be a bad idea? It yeah. would turn into extra championship games and lose the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think okay. the last two would probably be you'd they'd get a pretty high rating because it could be the closeout game. So game one would struggle, right? <laughs> game two would be very. And by the way, right. by struggle, what are we talking about? Yeah. Eighty million people, right? Instead of one hundred and ten million right. people, it's not going to be three times. Or three plus. Yeah, it wouldn't be three Super Bowls, what Evan is trying to propose. It right. wouldn't be three Super Bowl I'm ratings. I'm not proposing. I'm just asking. No, what but I'm would just happen. saying, I think you're right. You By the third time like? game, it would be big. It sounds like a baseball guy trying to make football rules. No, this is a history guy reading history, informing our, our listeners and you that this was a proposal in 1965. It has nothing to do with baseball. It has to do with this was a proposal then, 60 years later. What do you think? Would you try it? Was That's that all your, I'm asking. Was that your uncle? So was it my your, uncle? your 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 great 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 uncle that was advising uh, some of these players? Yeah, he was telling the players association. Let's look at it like three. a like a sports fan. Let's say the Jets make the Super Bowl and it's over the course of three weeks and it's in Las Vegas. How do you attend the events? Do you just live in Las Vegas for a month? No, what challenge. could go wrong with that? Well, one of the proposals, at least the proposal from 1965, is home home neutral. Interesting, <laughs> but that's can, one way to do it. But you could never do that nah, because right now you can't. Right. The NFL, though, you know what they would do. Game one every year, London, Germany, <laughs> something like that. Could you imagine Evan traveling the world to see the Jets ultimately lose in a Super Bowl in game three? No, I would not be in favor. Yeah, of you could never make that actually work. Because of where it's taking place? Because of the location, <laughs> right? Because if you're doing home-home neutral, then the NFL has a chance of not getting that neutral location, the Las Vegas yeah. of the world. No, you couldn't do it. You'd have and to do could, neutral. And you couldn't do neutral home home because one of the fan bases would have the risk of not getting their you know portion of the Super Bowl. So it'd have to be neutral. Yeah, neutral, you'd have neutral. to go neutral, neutral, neutral. And since the player the NFL doesn't care about player safety, they'll go Saturday, Thursday, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> so you get your three games. It's so funny though in sports. If this was approved in nineteen sixty five, yeah. if the league said, Yeah, it's a great idea. We would have just accepted this uh-huh. as our history. Like this, and we would, no one would bat an eye. But because they said no in 1965, me bringing it up right now to you has you saying, what a terrible idea. Yeah. You're a baseball guy. This is awful. Meanwhile, this was proposed in 1965. This was a possibility. So you're all voting no against this. You do not want a best of three Super Bowl. Nay, I say. Nay. Okay. All right. 
I'm just curious. Hey, we'll get to your calls coming up, 877-337-6666. And why the pressure as the month of January rolls on is going to build and build and build and build on your New York Yankees. We'll explain coming up. Now, the NFL regular season wraps up this weekend, but there is still some time to bet on all the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app's awesome. It's easy, it's safe and secure. There's a wide range of betting options, including live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab, find a popular parlay in the Parlay Hub, and more. And when you win, you get paid fast. Check them out at FanDuel.com slash Evan and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook, also the official partner of WFAN. 21 and over, physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. Bonus bets expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with the gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. This Odyssey Sports Minute is brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. This is Jim Rome with an Odyssey Sports Minute. Hey, Tennessee Titan fans, I've got some bad news for you, unfortunately, because I'm guessing the majority of you hope your team loses Sunday to Jacksonville so you can improve your draft status. However, the dude coaching your team hates to lose. I'm talking about Mike Vrabel. And if you know anything about Mike Vrabel, you know even bringing that up around him is not the best idea. I'm Jim Rome. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-583-5795. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-583-5795. That's 800-583-5795. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.